0: Welcome to the Art Podcast. Yo, it's Art. Mike Lobezi here. Dirty, Dirty South Show is here. Jaber. Today we have a really special guest, one of our uh, OG. What well, is the OG uh, edition of the show? Super OG, uh, Triple OG. We got uh, Scotty B from Baltimore, one of the, the pioneers in Baltimore club music. Unruhable uh, Records. Scotty B is in the building. And, uh, yeah, he's he's got a lot of a lot of knowledge to drop for us today. Uh, we want this to be, like, a definitive history of Baltimore clubs. No pressure. No pressure. Hopefully, no hopefully pressure. we— uh, No pressure, but we want to know everything, man. Yeah, yeah, we want to break it down. You know, we got a lot of attention from Baltimore for the Baltimore Club scene a while ago. But you've been here for uh, the beginning of it, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, like, first off, I just want to know, like, what the vibe is like in baltimore and at what what would you say the 80s late 80s mid to
1: mid to late 80s uh-huh. kind you know how well obviously everybody at this table is familiar with a daw there's always space before the zero uh-huh <laughs> and the history there's a history to that right that, and that's what I, we want to hear it all yeah. and you know baltimore was all there was always something called club music right but it wasn't what we're talking about, right? But it, you know, you, the it club—it was like a lot of Euro stuff, kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was set it off and Strafe, set it off, yeah. Okay, and No, no Sierra Summertime, and records like that, and okay, and Trans Dance Night moves. I mean, it was a lot of stuff. Okay, and uh, that that post disco era, right.
0: Um, Pre house kind of yeah, like freestyle. It yeah, yeah. was like a lot yeah, of yeah, the freestyle and stuff,
2: yeah. and um, a lot of UK breakbeat kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? That
1: came a little later. Just a little Just later. A little so for later.
0: the '80s part, and and how is this? Because um, this is like one era of DJing I really wasn't there for. Like we all know about like the '70s early days disco mm-hmm. and shit, and then like the generation before me was like '90s. But that, that 80s era, um, I always think about because, uh, so you had hip hop, everyone's playing hip hop, but it's not the dominant club music like it is now, right? People right. are going to clubs to hear dance music, well, well, right? Well,
1: you know, the hip hop was different. I mean, the songs kind of were more of a a window in, into hip hop culture than they are now, where they're just really talking about what they selling on the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always a a section where the DJ scratched and he he was featured, Mm -hmm. and just things like that, like AJ Scratch. You wouldn't ever make a song like AJ Scratch now, but I I remember being at the skating rink, and Mm -hmm. that was a big song, right? Right. And it was a big song on the radio every night, right? And you know, mixing records started being something that was outside of the clubs at that point too. Mm -hmm. You know, it was getting in the radio shows. And Baltimore always had this dance thing, right? And um, the same way the music feeds the floor, the floor feeds the music and the DJ too. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of went hand in hand.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna we're gonna this is gonna be the quick version, but then we're gonna get get yeah, deeper yeah, yeah. at, at some point. It, a DJ said, "Well, I think we can make songs too, right? Because they, I mean, you know, every floor." You can go into any club in America and think, "Well, this looks exactly like the club I just came from because of the people." Right, but right. But it's really they're all every one of them has their own character and it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Right. So I always tell people, like, if you would have came to Baltimore in the '80s and the early '90s and you'd have looked at the line outside, right, you said, "Oh, they—they're going to be." Banging off a whole bunch of hip hop, and then you get in there, right? And it's dudes dancing real fast to stuff that sounds like house music, but it's really not that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Or people would come come to Baltimore for college, and then they would send a tape back to New York and say, "You know, this is what they're listening to right, here, right. and it's real hype." Yeah, yeah, But the person listens to it on a tape, and they don't get it. But once they go into the place, then they totally get it. Right, that's like, right. That's right. like go go was for DC. Like oh you, yeah! You
2: could never hear go go on the radio or on well, maybe on the
1: radio if it's a live set or something. But like you could never really, you had to experience it. Between the club music and and go go, it's 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 really customized toward the locality. How did you start DJing? Well, what, how did it all start for you? Neighborhood. Yeah, in the basement, go see somebody DJing, um, go try to do it. Um, I had one turntable hooked to a mixer and another that would lift up, couldn't connect. I mean, yeah. just yeah, patched yeah. together equipment. And on the radio, DJ Spin, who's still around, he mm-hmm. plays a lot of house. He was a basement boy, you know, but he was the biggest. In, but it was only so many people was going to get these slots on the radio because right. it was something new. Right. But it was him and his crew, which was the Newmarks, and... Uh, and then there was the We Rock crew and it was Terry Tina and you had neighborhood guys mm-hmm. and so I I, cl- I always go to the parties and clink to them. Yeah. Because what my buddies wanted to dance with girls. Right. I wanted to DJ yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I watched them. And you know the, the New Marks was a you know they were edit kings. You mm. know they sliced reel to reel tape and mm. did those kind of like the uh, what's them guys in New York uh, Latin Rascals they yeah, did yeah. that. Uh huh. And um until they hit, they got, Girl, You Know It's True, they put that out. Oh, and yeah? then they sold it to Millie Vanilli. Oh, okay. So, they're recording. That, so, that was Baltimore dudes who did that? Yeah. Okay. Like, you can kind of hear, it. it's got the,
0: uh, with the, the Ashley's Roach break, mm-hmm. it's got that break beat to it. Yeah. It's just slower. Yeah.
1: They um, got out of being a rap group and, and a DJ crew and they just started DJing and, then you know, dudes had real life stuff, and DJ Spin kept going with DJ, mm-hmm. and he went right. to be a basement boy, and you know, he's doing with charisma and old Trinity, and he's doing that stuff. Now.
2: And they carved out their own sort of special place in house music too, you know, with
1: that, mm-hmm. uh, with that whole the, the house music. You, you know what? If it's always a thing, you know, house music purists are pretty strict, you know, yeah, they, right. And um, even back then, but the Baltimore house people if you go through the songs even back in the day they sample yeah a lot like you if you don't know the music you don't know but it, but if you if you you guys would know like all kind of like even their bigger hits on major labels yeah you heard stuff like like crystal waters 100% pure love yeah. lady day and yeah. Moni love um uh, Grandpa's party. It's a whole lot of different samples in there. Because, like Baltimore DJs always like to, and it, all that really came from that that edit time mm-hmm. about having a lot of familiar records together.
0: Right. So this. So so those those joints you're talking about. You say that's that's Baltimore house. Yeah. So so there's a difference, right? I mean, I know I well, know it there is, is to them. Yeah.
1: But we always like how are you. Right. Are we clean?
0: Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. How
1: are you shitting on us? Like, right. like we're sampling stuff because at the beginning there was always that.
0: Uh huh. Oh, so the house guys maybe think they're a little, a little, a, a little better, a little better. A little better. I mean, Baltimore's a hey, little look, gutter. That's just, the, the they, club music is the gutter, and they're they the, the high end club shit. Yeah. Well, they
1: knew who the audiences were, right? Too, right. You right. know, and and they stayed away from that audience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, and and at that time they had right before Baltimore club hit. That's that was Crystal Waters and Ultra and the Tay Time, so they were major label artists. They were selling millions. of And that of was records. all Baltimore, yeah. the, all that records. Oh, so okay. they they
2: were they were kind of killing it. That oh, they point. were killing it. Yeah,
1: and and they were in the clubs that that like well, well Sean was more the house dude than me. I played house music for hip hop people.
0: This is Sean Caesar. Yeah, and so you guys were early. You you've been working together forever. Yeah, right? he yeah.
1: played house music for younger house kids, mm-hmm. private school kids and stuff. And I played it for hip-hop heads. Yeah, so it yeah, was different. Right. Um, but in the club he played at, which was Fantasy, which was the precursor to The Paradox. Yeah. They were in there. That's where they used to be. Ultra uh-huh. and Crystal and Tommy Davis. And that's where they that used to cool. be. So they he used to really catch it. Yeah. He, he was like my shield. I didn't catch it like he did. They used what, to, from them? Like kind of yeah, talking looking shit. <laughs> funny at them and... I hate when he plays that shit. But
0: the kids liked
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was still pre-club time.
0: Pre-club, right. But it was stuff that the city liked, the, you know, the neighborhoods liked. They were liked. getting there. Right. They were
1: getting there with it. Like, hit, where I played and where he played were a crossroads to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. What years was this? This was 90? 89, Eight, okay. 90.
1: Okay. So, you know, a house at that time was New York and Chicago mm-hmm. and Detroit. Okay.
0: And in general, hip hop at the time had embraced house music. Like this was around the time hip when every stuff. Big Daddy Kane had a house track. Everybody, the House That C Built, tra- I mean, everyone, yeah, the mean, Jungle Brothers. Was Special some, Ed, uh, everybody uh-huh. had one. So
2: was Doug Lazy from Baltimore?
0: Not all that.
2: Bar- like,
1: so he's in so, between D.C. and Baltimore. Right, so
2: that that whole hip house sound. Like what about like that
1: was Vaughn Mason? That was yeah. his production, right, really, Vaugh- Vaugh- from yeah.
2: Bounce Rock Skate. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. And knowledge. All right, some of the other, like, big uh, t- uh, hip house hits of the time, like Kuiper, X, Tic-Tac-Toe, and stuff like no, no, that. No, 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 They were just from other places? Yeah, was-
1: like, uh, I mean, that was a big record. Right, That right. wasn't a big record for us. Stuff like KC Flight. Right. Um, Moni Love, first two records were hip house records. Yeah. Um, Latif for Coming to My House, mm. humongous, humongous. Uh, you know, it was that... Um, what do you call it? A tribe called Quest, Latifah, um, Native Tongues. Native Tums, yeah, yeah.
0: And Jungle Brothers, Girl, i House You. That was probably the first time I ever heard house music. They you know, pre- being like 10 years old. They
1: um, performed at the club I was at when that was out. Uh-huh. As you know, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Latifah performed there with Money Love, uh-huh. EPMD. It was all their time. Yeah, they the had the house ed. joint.
0: EPMD had the house joint. Yeah. Um,
1: but it was kind of not on its way out but mm-hmm. you know it was a phase it was you know like house and native tongues was, was was the black college kids mm-hmm. music okay when they went out
0: right
2: and um so it was like was soho hot hot music out then a little
1: bit late like a year or two after mm-hmm.
0: and what um, year was soho hot music 91 right yeah is it that yeah see i didn't even i didn't even hear it till later
1: but that was a big record in hip hop clubs, like right. say in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, EPMD had a, this whatever song it was that they used that. They use house music. i um, Soho. Okay. okay. Or, My I mean, mad I'll...
0: remix. <clears throat> okay. Dad, where was was it them that had the uh, love is the message too?
1: Yeah, that was another da, 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 da. record that, mm-hmm. that was big in hip-hop clubs, Special Ed well, I was play, special Ed was at the club I played at, he came in the booth and asked me to play Love Is The Message.
0: The original. I was like, oh, yeah. you're
1: 16 years old? Right, right, right. Hey, how
2: do you know this record? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, how
1: impactful was uh, Doodoo Brown? Doodoo Brown, Sean used to be good, at Sean, Sean started that, right? Sean used to be real good, really, really good at picking records. Uh huh. And, you know, the original Duty Browns of Two Live Crew records got this two seconds of that and goes into a, a record that never was a big hit for Luke.
3: Right.
1: But Sean had two of them and he played the front and he kept saying, You got to play the front, especially for your crowd, but I play it. This is when the UK break thing was, was starting to be big. Okay. So it fit into that, and he started playing "Come On, Babe" the beginning. Okay. And it was out of print. Interesting. So of course he. A totally different speed though than a, uh, no, than a Baltimore. No. one thirty-five, it was a little fast. At one forty, maybe it was okay. up there, but it um. but so it, it's choppy. It's uh-huh. really choppy, and all goes boom, 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 boom. Doo doo brown, boom, mm. boom, boom. Doo doo brown does it four times and goes into some the regular mm. loop music and somebody said you know frank ski was like i'm gonna loop it and i'm gonna make a song and i'm gonna make an artist out of this whole thing he Uh, was smart the artist was two high brothers and a dog right yeah but it was about a guy named judy brown or some mess like that i mean he 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 but that that was around the time dudes started
2: i feel um, like that's like a digital underground like humpty hump kind of like inspired inspired move right there to create like the
1: and he was on Go the radio good, yeah. so he, he could he could it had legs with him were
0: you guys um were you guys like listening to uh any philly shit at that time oh because well, tough crew my part of town i just that was <laughs> it
1: that was the one
0: <laughs> yeah but the flow i mean i know everything used the think break back then but i feel like tough crew that sound was I really the rhythm
1: is mm-hmm. um is that, that guitar? Lick. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was that's a classic Baltimore record for people that age.
0: My part of town. Yeah, they yeah.
1: performed there. They got into that a fight with dudes selling the bootlegs of the That doesn't surprise tape. me.
0: Okay, so my ear, my ear, my ear, kind of. Yeah, yeah I kind of felt that way. But. Love that record. <laughs> this is a classic, and it's a crossover classic. Like, like white people know this shit. No, but it's that age. It's it's more of an age thing than right, a than right, a cultural right. thing. Like. We had Ghost on last week, like, the the scene he was describing where they're playing like Robbie Tronco, but also playing like Jackal the Bear, do you know Jackal the Bear? Yeah. Was he from Philly? Chester.
1: He came into the store selling them tapes when it
0: was out. Chester, he's Chester, so right before you hit Delaware, you know? So you could hear this flow, right? And then, uh... That town brown shit. Yeah, yeah. there is definitely a similarity in the, the big flow
2: break. from Dude yeah. around and and this tune. You are right? I never thought about it. before. Now, of course
1: Cool C was big everywhere, but he performed too. When when when, when Glamorous Life was out, Christmas night at the yeah, it was, the club was called Godfrey's. He performed there on Christmas night, and he they started him and um, Steady B came there every week. So I'm, I'm at the
2: my my question is: At what point did people start putting out wax? And w- when the when the Baltimore worked, sound well, itself, well Frank played.
0: did right Frank Ski did something with um, Frank Ski had uh, Hordes in his house too right, right? and he, then uh, B side was Miss Tony's bitch track right. that's a whole other angle too like her right. deal and everything.
1: Well, at first they were breakbeat albums, mm-hmm. like one one or two of them, and and it had the original bitch track, which was a lot more stripped down. Even though the one that came out was stripped down, mm-hmm. but this was really stripped down, and um. I think Horus in his house, you know, that's he got that from Ghost in his house. Ghost in my house. It was an import. Okay. And, um, now we're an import from UK? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, then everybody else, Frank, Frank, we all kind of Was separate from him mm-hmm. because he was the guy that we wanted to be where he was. I mean, he was a. He was huge. Like he, he, was, he was. He ran the stage. Yeah, he was. He did what and he shaking. wanted. Yeah, yeah his, yeah, his commercials played exactly when he wanted them. So he
0: was the. He was the. Was he a personality or an actual DJ? Both.
1: Okay. So of course he he, he played on us thing. He was corny to us, but right? He was doing numbers. Right, right, right. And um, so we wanted to be different than him. Uh-huh. And I was working with uh, in the store with the equalizer. Mm-hmm. That sound of. Baltimore record thing or whatever. Uh-huh. And um Sean worked at a different store. Me and Sean were better friends. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, Equalize was in my ear every day. It's doing records, do whatever You, you worked, worked record. at the record store with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we did it. what, what it, record store was this? Inner city records. Okay. I worked this I worked, first I worked at Music Liberated. huh. Then I worked at Sound of Baltimore. Okay. And then I went to Inner City Records. Okay. And um Sean worked at DJ Outlet. Okay. And then he worked at Inner City. But um, the Equalizer, you know, we went into the studio. We had a bunch of samples. We had the My Part of Town sample. We had mm-hmm. the um, the Beat Under It is from a Real Rock Sand on a Roll remix import. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss samples from everywhere. Right. You know, he, he, his, he contributed like to Andrew. It was a record with Andrew Dice Clay sample. He, he that was his kind. He, I'm not saying he was a corny, but he... Mm-hmm. he that's the kind of stuff he did. Right, and, right, um, right. And then he had that series of breakbeat albums. And I and mean, he also had records on his own, too. They were good. This They're is classics. the equalizer you're talking about? Okay. Yeah. But after the... You know, and then Sean put out Yo-Yo Where the Hose At and it had House For All on. House For All was huge. Mm-hmm. And he might have... I mean, that thing's got licensed so many... It's still getting licensed. We're still fighting over that license. Huh. Because, you know, it was, it was no digital then. Yeah. And it's, it says, you it know, forever outlawless. in any form and perpetuity yeah. and blah, 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 blah. So... Wait, so which one? Which one is? House for All. Oh, yeah. That,
2: and that's something that. And, uh. Queued up here.
1: So we, um. We did, yeah. And we did the, um. The record separate. And we used to have a contest. I was the best record salesman, period. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You got this guy right here. In Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also didn't have a budget he had with the room this big, <laughs> full of damn records. I had a budget. Oh,
2: you had a budget. <laughs> Um, and then and then I actually had a budget. Then they were like, "Yo, fall back, man. What are you fucking spending all this money on?" And I'm like, "Somebody and he, went to buy this record
1: within the next year." And they were like, "I don't want to hear that And then and then all that has to happen is when they tell you that is Friday when somebody comes and asks for with something you ain't got, it uh-huh. <laughs> then go ahead and order it. Go ahead and order it. Go Scotty on. knows.
0: Scotty knows what it's like. <laughs> oh, so yeah. you were working in these spots. This is a this is a this is this a big dress all.
1: For all. Mm-hmm. So he um, we had a contest of so who could sell each other's me and Sean were just always friends who could sell each other's more of each other's record okay. as a support That's thing dope, yeah. he never could he couldn't touch me right right never right. 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 <laughs> but um, then we said you know what let's just start doing this together yeah. and no slight to the equalizer right? Okay. but me and Sean were more like minded right and um so we started off with up uh, dudes. We were hip hop dudes. We liked everything. Right. So we tried to make the vinyls that way. Right. Because there were a couple of vinyls that some of these labels put out to a club. What's the format like?
0: You're getting hip hop house. But uh, the
1: hip hop is starting to get played
0: less. A lot less. Interesting. Where but, everywhere else in the world is getting played more. You you would say right? Well,
1: kind of like you know. Um, It was being listened to a lot, but in clubs, it wasn't being danced to. In the clubs, it kind of phased out a little. And um, it was funny because, like, when I got the rhythm, vinyl first title, like, say, when Sean... This is when the Paradox opened. Let's say it's, like, 91. So, what? yeah, for for people who don't know, what's the Paradox? That ended up being,
0: like, the spot, right, for Baltimore Club? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's probably the best club ever in baltimore nice for, yeah, yeah, yeah for like underground heads and mm-hmm. music people when like the when sean first the funny thing is okay when, when i got the rhythm when the when the good tape master came out and i gave it to sean to play down because he was the first dj down there, on friday nights which mm-hmm. was the college night which was to end up being the club and hip-hop night okay the saturday was house yeah and um Friday was, was gay gay night right and um, that was the same lineup they had at Club Fantasy mm-hmm. Wayne Davis on both of them okay so um, me and Sean had went to New York and we heard Stretch Armstrong play okay and he was playing current rockers Right. This is like when Scenario was
0: out. Okay. Ninety two. Right. Yeah.
1: Poor righteous teacher. Mm-hmm. Nice and smooth hip hop junkies. I'm like yeah. I remember being in the red zone that night. We still talk about it. Yeah. Know? And um so we go back home. First of all, we're in there thinking if he play black Spots or something like that, right, right. now, it'll work, of course it would. Right. Right, bro? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we go home and Sean's like, yo. Because people would stop playing hip-hop now for a year or two in clubs. That's crazy. I said, yo. We were talking about... He said, I'm scared to do it. I'm scared to do it. I ain't supposed to do it.
0: They Play didn't want to do it. Right? Yeah.
1: Because Wayne wanted to advance house music. Right. And um, I said, no, nah, yo. I'm telling you, it'll work.
0: To just start incorporating more crazy. hip-hop. Yeah.
1: So he plays one record. Everybody zaps out. Right? Mm-hmm. Zaps out. What
0: is it? Do you remember the record?
1: I, been anything. I mean, uh-huh. it was... It could have been checked around. It could have right. been Louie ranking no move. It was yeah. anything. you yeah, know. Yeah. But it, it got a little bigger every week. Uh-huh. And Wayne came in there and he says, Sean, I'm not denying the response that you're getting, but that's not what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. here. And Sean was like, weren't you a DJ at one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kind of couldn't answer him. Right, right, course, right, right, right. So the funny thing is, it's hard to, it's hard, like, when you're not inside that experience to understand the statement, but the same time, club started. Yeah. Hip hop started again. Yeah. Because he was playing the <laughs> "I Got the Rhythm" demo, but started playing ten and twenty minutes of hip hop again. It mm-hmm. was just funny how it. And the hip hop people in Baltimore swore that club years later that y'all stunted hip hop here. No we didn't. Start y'all it? Was make, Stun it stunning. Oh, it. Y'all was garbage. Right. There was nothing you didn't have anything. If you'd had a hit it would have got played. I mean we were playing XYZ. You know just to I'm gonna go up a little bit just so people understand like like when I started coming at our minds before this club thing hit with y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah I want to get into when it hit Philly and stuff. But here. the funny
1: thing is is that well we had some guys here, mm-hmm. right? We would give tapes to They reached out to us. And it, the first person that ever reached out to us was some journalist in Boston. We did an interview, whatever. and then the same
0: time, early 90s? Yeah,
1: yeah. Some guy hit us in Philly. He was a DJ. I forget his name. Gave him a tape. And then one time we went into Funko. Somebody kept saying, they're bootlegging y'all stuff in Funko Mart. They're bootlegging y'all stuff in Funko Mart, right? Mm-hmm. So we go on Funko Mart. And um, On vinyl or just the tapes? On vinyl. Was it Funko Mart or was it Armand's? Yeah, for people
0: who don't know, there was Armand's, Funko Mart, Sounds of Market. That was the three downtown but record the first, stops. But well, the first Armand's was on Market Street, right? Filbert Street. But yeah, you, yeah you, you might know it. It was right off market. Yeah.
1: So we go in there, we see the 45, we watch out for the big girl on it. And right, right, right. Something. So we buy them. And then right after we bombed, we said they're kind of like, motherfucker, these are our songs. Damn. What the fuck are y'all doing? uh And we could have been lying, but we weren't. We could have been, and he went right, you know, sorry, this, that, we can't get the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So we watch
0: know. out for the big girls. That's uh, that's listed as Jim Jones. What was mm-hmm. his, was his, uh, he part of your, were you down yeah. with him? Okay, it was, so.
1: it was an unruly release.
0: Okay. Okay, and, um, so you guys were making records at uh, calling yourselves unruly. At yeah, I mean, Jim Jones is part of the Doo Doo Kids with, right? yeah. with Boo Boom Man and um, right and okay.
1: Griff, right. Griff, right? They, they were unruly mm-hmm. at the point. And um, so if they're bootlegging it
0: in Philly, then that means we were playing it up here. I was I'm oh, too they young were to know. Big here yeah. Yeah. That, that and that was, just means
2: that if for what it costs to press those records up, like you got DJs that's ready to spend
1: what, probably like ten bucks on that seven inch. Well, you know, here you were selling more records, right? So, uh, so we we you know the 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 financials to it we didn't understand like we, mm-hmm. we so we were like why would they even do that you know what yeah. I mean like how many of a bootleg you gonna sell
0: right to get Th- you gotta get a minimum made right we were selling yeah.
1: more bootlegs than we were selling our own record. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure yeah especially some people buy bootlegs because of the collector collector thing to it mm-hmm. you know right. what I mean well we. All came together on the music thing, when, whenever that was in 2005, 2006, whenever. Like you guys started embracing it. You know, in Baltimore, the hipster scene didn't embrace this at all until y'all embraced it. Yeah,
0: they got no, the no, cue one, from no, y'all. no one. No one anywhere embraced it. <laughs> like, <laughs> they got like, the, outside of like urban and, and Baltimore, they, you know, uh, Jersey, village.
1: were like like oh Scotty B's my guy like fuck right, no right, right. you ain't never <laughs> been your guy you never <laughs> fucked with me y'all never put us in the yeah, city you were paper sta- you were standing right, right, right next right. to each other never right, right, put, right. they
2: used to laugh at us or, or like y'all should have had ticker tape motherfucking parades man come on
1: yeah but you it, it, you know what it, it was different because <laughs> it, it was a different world you yeah. know it was the internet you know music was put on a music movements were put on a pedestal and they they, they came up in a minute and went mm. down in two minutes and when it started this wasn't Baltimore Club it was club music. It right. was still that same set it off yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. And um, so you were in Baltimore you would go out and club music wasn't a big deal like that. It was just the music we were playing yeah, that's what in you're clubs. Playing, Right. And 2,000 people 3,000 people every week they're going to that club and yeah. that was the music they played. You know music is kind of funny music thrives and lives better when it's part of the background and not y'all come here for this right you know because then it it, it comes and goes in a minute right right so right. it was it was kind of different They weren't club dances you know yeah. people dance like they were dancing a house music or, or whatever right it, and i mean of course you can obviously hear the difference in the music it's you know now it's Made to for people to, to dance against each other, the jersey stuff that's how mm-hmm. we look at it like the jersey stuff, and even anybody that's making Baltimore stuff now it's kind of made for people to dance against each other. And back then, it was a male female thing, or you were with your crew, yeah, you know, it wasn't right. There too was too much dance battles, they weren't really dance was, battles over clubs, there was like fighting records,
2: different. oh, yeah, we had fighting records and then fucking records, really. And well, records. we'll, ta-
0: well th- I think of would, would uh. I don't know if it's a fight record, but it kind of gets to something I want. To, but the whole Miss Tony thing—you said there was the one night was a gay night. It's what? What was? But he would not go there. Okay. He used to go to the straight clubs. What? Uh, and he emceed the straight clubs. And how did that fit into everything? It like, just—it it just—it
1: just, just was so so damn organic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just it, he knew everything. So that was kind of
0: just like an a uh, 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 side thing. It didn't it. really. It didn't really mix with like gay club culture or anything. It was just. Kind it of, ended up doing it but okay. not from him okay i think of uh, a big song uh north and long or put your guns up guns pull up. your guns or out pull your guns out
1: yeah yeah pull your guns that was something that 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 tony used to say in the clubs okay and frank said fuck it just make a song out yeah. of
0: it would you say that was like a one of the early anthems yeah yeah yeah
1: one time in at a, at a place i played on saturdays this is around 92 mm-hmm. um Tony used to come in there and get on the mic, right? Yeah. That was one thing as a DJ in Baltimore. What would happen was you, Tony would just hear about if your club was jumping off, he'd come. Uh-huh. And then you're like, yeah, I must I must be ringing some bells out here in these streets because Tony came in here, right? Uh-huh. So, and sometimes like, you gonna give me $20 to get on this mic? He was funny, <laughs> right? Anyway, so I had the, the song on the tape. And I played it. He used to be in every side at this point. And okay. I played it. And um the owner says, you can't play that in here. Mm-hmm. We already get enough fights in here. It was a project. Right, right, it was right. all the right. projects against each other. So uh, I it. said, this fucking ass on the mic in here, I'm not gonna play it.
0: I might need to get that that original version off. I don't know if you can find that on, on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And this was we this is when we like we were playing demos off of Real to Real. uh Like all the DJs that really took that new music thing serious, we ran around with real to reels. Because they all had pitch controls, and pause button. They were easy to control. Okay. And we always dropped it. Yeah. And broke the stem on the thing, so we always had <laughs> the cinema, so that the wheels wouldn't fall off of them, and people would just wild out.
0: But uh, what was some of the UK? What was a UK song that you think was a heavy influence on the sound at this time?
1: Um, Blaps Posse, um, Don't okay. Hold Back. Okay. The original raw one. Right. Um, a few different things they did. Let Let the Free. Mm-hmm. Dynamic Governors, blast Posse, same People.
0: This used to kill it.
1: <laughs> I'd love, I love to have
0: been around to see that shit, man. Because that this is something I, I I could never even see, even thinking about. Oh, I've never heard a no, DJ wait, play this. Wait, wait, Because,
2: yeah. I hear like,
0: it. I hear the club. I hear the club. Elements, 91,
2: 92. Sure. Like, the UK, everything was you know, the stuff that became drum and bass, mm-hmm. it was just called hardcore, it was even called, and called jungle back then, breakbeat, but it all had oh, breakbeats and stuff, and it was definitely like, you could definitely this hear- This is huge, yeah, this how is- How it influenced Baltimore, yeah. you know,
1: like records like- Hoover's. And the scratch patterns on there are unbelievable. Yeah. Hoovers and spray cans. Hoovers and spray cans was one. Then you, some of the stuff was on UK labels with people from here. Right. I don't know what the label's like. Yeah, fake, they're probably the only ones that put red, them out, fake. yeah. Was a was a, on Champion. Mm-hmm. That record sat in my store one copy. Yeah, for a year. The label got messed up. It was I mean not the label the cover got ripped and nobody bought it. I said there's got to be some reason. It was a couple gay dudes came and so kept saying that was the shit. Right? Yeah. Which rec-
2: which version the female preaching or the yeah the hip stick? house
1: preaching thing. <laughs> Right. I said, they keep, t- I said, a couple, I said, it's something got to be with this record. And, uh-huh. and, and what happened was the first time I did the needle drops on it, I didn't hear it, right? Mm. Songs the needle drops, I put it at the front of that version. So, so oh that's shit, why they like it. that's the one. It's just a clean right. break. And then but. it goes into some shit sounds like Samir's thing, really. Oh, wow, I got to hear this. Oh wow! That is, oh yeah, and uh, Latrice, um, wouldn't you like to be in love? Uh-huh. Which is really all the beats from this, and um, it's like a minute part if on. This it is a play. UK track. Yeah, even though it shouldn't be. Okay, <laughs> nobody, nobody here put it out, so right. they put it out. Oh right, right. So you said this was a record falling. that was
0: chilling there, and then chilling.
1: And then when the beat comes in, it's the think thing mm-hmm. without the without the horn. Right. So where does um the Andrew Dice Clay
2: instrumental come? That in? was equal. That was on. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah, but we were always looking for different variations of bad stuff. Right. Okay. That was on the promo. You know he had the a, album out. The promo of Dirty Nursery Rhymes, right? Yeah. the It was on the promo yeah. of the 12-inch. And I had heard it on the... I was with Technique when I heard it. Right? Uh-huh. On the radio. So, yo, what the fuck? We, we didn't know what it was, right? Yeah. I went to a DJ that didn't even play music like that, but yeah. it was a big house DJ. I said, yo, what's the damn bad... Side? I know you got it, right? Because he, cause he yeah. had everything. Shit, he didn't even play. I said, what's the bad sister with the bass kicks in it? Uh-huh. He said, oh, that's Andrew Dice Clay. Went, right, went home next day, came and brought it to me. Wait, so what's the story behind this record? I mean, who made it? What? Rick, used, to, Rick Rubin ultimately put it out on on,
0: on Deaf American. It, it used to time. be
1: with, with, when it, the Nursery Rhyme skit... Can you find it? it? Yeah, Andrew so. Dice Clay would come out and this would be the beat. Oh Like for a stage show Yeah It was It was Bad With all these Drum face kicks in it And I it was just it. a loop
0: Okay Was it And it, it had him Talking on it Or no It was just
1: an instrument, Both Okay And an acapella of course Yeah So of course the, What's the name uh, The Equalizer Put it on one of his Breakbeat albums Like he made it Oh classic Because you couldn't buy it Yeah 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 <laughs> a,
0: few, no, a few people That did that shit <laughs>
1: Stereo MCs on 33 beats. There that. But there's a loop. There's a bonus beat on it. Okay. 89.
0: So these are all the records that you're hearing that you're just kind of putting together. Uh Use that,
1: use that, use that. uh I mean, first, we just really just looped two things. Yeah. You know, and then it it got to look like Um. something I did. I said, you know what? Diamond D... Breaks beats up mm. and loops one beat, but then he breaks up the other one, makes another loop. But yeah. And so, yeah. why don't we start doing that with guitar? Right, right, right. And that's how, and it kind of evolved from that.
0: Right. That's cool. So, yeah, so, so you're even, you're getting influences from that, like Golden Era New York's, the production style of all their sampling, and you're incorporating it with um, house music
1: and. Mm-hmm. Like rhythm, like a lot of the records, like say on strictly rhythm mm-hmm. and nervous that were big for us in the hip hop clubs. Yeah with flocks for the labels. I will tell you that. Rhythm Warfare flop, double impact flop. Right,
0: right, right. You know. But you had them weird joints that just hit. For us. For you, yeah. And Philly's got similar stories. We did a whole show on weird records that are only popular on, in Philly. This is Rhythm Warfare, two notches from Strictly Rhythm.
1: Man, that's a 91. tank speaker. The war call. It's got the sync sync shit in it. Okay. You'll hear it. Yeah. And then we played like some Detroit stuff too, like Backs the one we used to play, Reese and Santonio, San a bunch of stuff in the houseier days, you mm-hmm. know. But it's it kind of just contributed to the overall like spirit. It was always a dancers and a housey spirit,
0: right? I always I always felt like back back then even though it was before my time I used to go to like underage clubs and stuff but you would at at clubs I always say this people would go to hear music that they didn't hear elsewhere which it's the opposite it's the exact opposite (laughs) now it's people go to, to hear the song they've been listening to all day in the car but like back then it was almost that's why it's called Club music, yeah, that's why. Because you had to go to the club to hear it, and that's why you went to the club. And it was a certain type of person that went to the club because they were into music and they were into a scene, as opposed to like the average person who's like, "I'm going to a club and I want to
1: hear what everybody else right. listens to." You know, Double J, "Bless the Funk," mm-hmm. was out overseas first, okay, before it hit fourth and okay. Broadway. That was a big record.
0: Um, this, I can hear the the repetitive mm-hmm. vocals very is this a Baltimore record? No That's yeah, this is a, crazy this is a, Strictly the...
2: Rhythm uh-huh. Pirates of the Caribbean it's an Armand Van Helden like early production God, this, is, this is very Baltimore We used to play the hell out of that.
1: Let's see Well you know Todd Terry Party People Yeah That was a big record for us and that was a record you know because in the middle it's got the run DMC I remember a dude being in a it's funny you have bathroom conversations at the stalls with the guys, yeah, yeah. right? But um, he said, "Yo, that house music stuff is okay, right?" He said, but the one y'all just played with that Run DMC shit in the middle? Uh-huh. That shit was banging. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. When hey, you we're, hear people. We're again? Party People, Royal House. Yeah, there's certain records that get through. I would say he's probably more of a hip hop. Yeah, if said that, but that right? yeah. But that's starting records. When you hear people saying that, like, something's starting, like, right? There's, like, there's a shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Certain joints grab people. Oh yeah! Right. Come on, I'll, to be honest, if we were going to do something now, uh-huh. I'd love to jump something like that now. Yeah, if you can get people to listen to it, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely an interest in house and throwback '90s sounds. It could, it could happen. Yeah, We're trying. Well, all right. So years ago, you gave Mike and
2: myself a hard drive, and I think we might have been. The first and only people to be blessed with this hard drive, but it had all this shit. Right? All of this the shit, yeah. but it was all listed under the name of, of the, club. the club. Odell's. 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 Yeah, everything yeah that was, was Everything warm. was in the Odell's crate. So what was uh, what was up with Odell's and, oh. and this,
0: this? Well, we really, this came
1: out before that. This is wow. eighty.
0: This is eighty-seven. Yeah. So, and, like, like, yeah. So we can move forward now to like just for people. It, it, it really, yeah.
1: really, we just called the photo that because. After 20 years, That's people don't really yeah. remember, uh, was it in Fantasies in 89, mm-hmm. was right, it right. Godfrey's 88, was it Odell's 91? It's the same shit. You know, yeah. it's all it's all basically the same 20 years later. So, the, but Odell's was the popping
0: spot for that shit. Big spot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's
1: crazy because I, I just, at the
0: time,
2: you know, you obviously, you know, we were really deep in the club music game and I got all this classic Baltimore stuff. But it was the it was the that proto stuff that was really like, holy shit. Like it just felt like the 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 ultimate discovery to be like hearing all these dozens and dozens of different records where you could hear bits and pieces of what you guys ended up doing mm-hmm, moving mm-hmm. forward. You know, like like
1: Odell's point. was basically fantasies and Godfrey's moved forward. You know, these mm-hmm. clubs were there, they're gone now and that, now this is and it had been open before. Right. Really Odell's was the first is Wayne Davis owned the paradox. Wayne mm-hmm. Davis owned fantasies, right? Okay. Wayne Davis made Odell's popular in the late seventies. He oh, wow. was like if you ask old old heads, yeah. Wayne Davis the greatest DJ ever in uh-huh. right? He was the first DJ at um Wayne probably is the reason we're even here talking. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, to be honest. Yeah.
0: He's a he's
1: he's the OG of all OGs.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. That's what's up. So you
0: and
2: uh you and Sean get together. What what's the first record you guys put out? Um Together.
1: Underground track team. It's got us and the beat goes a song with a percolator sample. It's got um a record with Earth People and Casey Flight mixed together. We used to get a lot of play on that. And it had um a hip hop, when we call them AV eights, right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just the name, go- but based on the label, yeah, yeah. it was one of them hip hop edit records, like like Super, right. And um, that did numbers for us. That was on New York yeah. mixtapes. That record did good for us, but you know, we, we, we we're a little later than when it was happening, so strictly, enough stopped doing that. Right. putting hip-hop and house on the same records
2: and like you said nervous was doing it it would like it would be a whole house ep but like it would have the one hip-hop breakbeat kind mm-hmm, of tune mm-hmm. in there like on the b-side the
1: master at work started doing it right. they were doing it when they were getting all that damn money from the majors doing them house remixes. they always had a, a 50 jeep beat okay right. I, we were at we would that red zone stretch armstrong story so they did super him and kenny dope did super and me and Sean was talking about that shit for six months, uh-huh. eight months. Like <clears throat> the damn record with the Dundada. He's yeah. a super cat, on You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It never came out. Then one day, we're talking to Pearl. I know you know Pearl music, right? Mm-hmm. In New York. So, uh, we got some record, candy Dope. Yeah, mad Racket. I Cemetery. I don't know what the Cemetery, right? Mm-hmm. Send it. That's it. Sean! Oh, my God. <laughs> Put everything down. This is with the this bridges is
0: over. The dun 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 dun, dun. Yeah,
1: okay. He stretched right. it that yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, and Kenny dope did the... Um, that's what really made us like it Because it had This is it Because of the hi-hats Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, the Blind Alley Blind, yeah, yeah, Blind yeah, yeah. Alley, right And it got that All for One shit in the middle That shit was um. Un- I heard a Kenny Dope Mixtape one uh, He had put out some I like it when Mike speaks was unbelievable <laughs> <Angeles>. <laughs> I heard him freaking records on it He was unbelievable Yeah Mixing Yeah like, Oh my Oh, yeah, this was when you saw him in New York? No, I saw him, but Uh he had mixtapes in it. Playing stuff like this. Like, oh, you'll be able to see all the records that he sampled for these he had on there. Yeah. So, um,
2: literally no one making records like these anymore. Here it comes, here it comes. (laughs) Oh, they're all (laughs) for one.
0: Mm. and yeah, people liking heard, this I never heard this and people part liking from... this yeah man it was all about having that that was the first first vinyl I bought was Funkmaster Flex Six Million Ways to Die was it? yeah that was the first cause I couldn't it kinda got me DJing because I couldn't buy it on, I wanted the the rap part with 9 double M mm-hmm. and Large Professor I couldn't find it anywhere fucking Crazy thing of record store open down, down the street from my house. It was there for like two years, didn't last, but they had that record in there and I bought it. I was like, I guess I'm a DJ now, <laughs> I'm buying vinyl. Yo,
1: do you remember when I first heard you play? In Miami? I yeah. it, and I mean Scotty,
0: Scott, <laughs> that was one of the best sets I ever played. So I don't think I can ever live up to that again. <laughs> but and I could probably name like two or three joints I played. But that was a good night. They wrote an article
1: about that night, man. Not if, to make this show about me. And the own. hater, <laughs> and you know the hater was trying to say, man. But I said, you can't do that. Who was hating? You know who the fuck was hating? Our at. boy AI. Yeah, I said, bitch, you can't do that. Nah. He who cannot be named. <laughs> oh, was hating. He said, "I said, bitch, you can't do that." Was he even there? Yeah, I, I, I forgot. I know Playing Samir that, was there. That dumbass remix of uh, what's the English girl?
0: A B- Billy Eilish.
1: <laughs> Uffy? No, no, kid, kid, lay,
0: lay, uh, smile,
1: uh, smile, right smile. Oh, Lily Allen. <laughs> Yeah, terrible like, as yeah. fucking crazy sounding shit. Like <laughs> walking there, like he's doing something. I said, "Do you hear this, man?"
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, so you? Uh, how about it? when you come up to Philly and you find out they're playing this shit here?
2: Yeah, that's another question. Yeah, when you were releasing these records, like where were they impacting other than in Baltimore? I mean, you said New York
1: and obviously. a little bit. Well, no, they weren't doing nothing in New York. They were doing a little bit here. They were doing they were doing here, little bit in Virginia. A lot of it is. There
2: c- is a little bit of a a Baltimore club history in, in like the Virginia Beach area. Yeah. That's something that I noticed yeah. years back. That there was wow. like it wasn't like a mystery to them. Like they knew. Oh, no no no. They no. knew the sound, which was well, like, I went down it there and skipped a bunch to, of states to get there. too, I talked you know? to
1: somebody down there once, and when I came and I gave him the, a tape of some stuff we had, it was like, "Oh shit, Baltimore club new stuff." And they like. Mm-hmm they were already on it but a lot of that's got to do with college you know kids go to Morgan they right. go to cop and they come I think that's a big yeah and they go back home or vice versa kids from Baltimore go to A&T or wherever they go I always say
0: in Philly um a big thing about how everything came together was the Greek picnic mm-hmm. because you would have mm-hmm. kids from all different colleges come up here and you would have the go-go that's how you know I mean you have the go-go set the Baltimore club set and I still wasn't touching the South till later. The later, this the Southern right. shit didn't really get.
1: Did you? Well, who was at that thing with uh, pen relays? And it was a party. They double booked, and some pen relay kids had booked the same space. Yeah, yeah, that's you were uh, there, right. Uh, yeah, I booked that. That was a uh, that was
2: my party. I brought, I brought you and Blackstar and Rye Rai and, and black and,
1: and they kept playing club and kept playing club play, uh, kept playing club and kept playing club. And dudes came to meet Penn crowd. Was like. Yo, what the fuck are they doing? To- I said, like, this gotcha, 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 yeah, gotcha yeah. And you, right? you actually came I in played and Go-Go. played a good set. I oh, played wow. go go. Oh wow! And they went crazy. And Wes said, "How do you?" I said, "Man, I've been doing this thirty years, sit down." Yeah, you know what a crowd like.
0: That's a funny thing about that time, right? And you could, I'd like to, you could even give your input on this being a, an actual DJ in Baltimore. Baltimore club was never meant to be played all night, right? Or at certain points, yeah.
1: At certain in points, in Philly, it
0: never was. It was a segment right. of the night. You know, at, at
1: certain, well, it's because like it, reggae. You got well, it's because it it grew over years and years. Uh-huh. It, it 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 never was a set. It was just something that oh, after you look at it in whatever year, then you look at it <laughs> ten years later, like shit. This thing grew in its right. own shit.
0: So there was there was a point in the history of Baltimore nightlife where you were playing club music all night
1: with a little bit of those
0: a little bit of the older shit
1: yeah yeah, and then maybe but, a
0: little bit of hip-hop no no hip-hop
1: and wow. then at some point it started the hip-hop right. so stuff. this
0: is the yeah this is the time you're starting when you go and see stretch and them and we come back and, and you like Yo, yeah we, we got to
1: start playing hip-hop So yeah, yeah. well, well, like you're there. coming
0: on on like the golden era of hip-hop too so it's like it I, makes sense right
1: well, i played at one place and i remember me and shauna started playing our little hip-hop since they were 20 minutes long <laughs> and then it was another place i went to and Big name Baltimore dudes were in there. They were doing this party like once a month. They brought me in this one, and I said, "Um, so it was three hours." So, so who's playing the hip hop tonight? Right? They looked at me like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. I said, "I got it." Yeah. And then I play. They come back in, shirt drenched with sodas, because they try <laughs> to get back to the booth, and dudes knocked everything all over the. Ne- of course, the next week they were playing the hip hop set. Right.
0: Right. 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 That's crazy. So th- we're at the mid when Onyx
1: was out. Okay. This when throw your guns was uh-huh. peeking. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. I got a good story pick for them you up, with that. Pick them up. Okay. Bring them yeah, so, up, Dad. Yeah. Shut them yeah. up. Shut so so them up. Shut them all head. I went one, to the the same club Tony used to be at, right? Uh-huh. And um, this is when Onyx had to peak. Yeah. I leave it home. Oh. I leave it home. You couldn't download it on the Wi Fi. They didn't yeah. have Wi Fi. So, um, <laughs> so what I said, the, another the dude that was like the dude that played before me. I said, fuck. I said, cornbread. I left fucking. I left Honest home. He said, mm. what are you going to do? The MC was somebody, guy uh-huh. named Rico. I said, I said, what are you going to do? I said, hey, what I'm going to do is what you're going to do. He said, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, you're going to sing the beginning, right? <laughs> we're going to turn all the fucking lights out, stop the music. You sing the beginning, and then I'll throw Express Yourself beat on, and then we done, right? Did that, and the crowd went crazy. Just that, as you just did like live karaoke. <laughs> right,
0: basically. <laughs>
1: I had no hey, that's choice. That's crazy. What was I going to do?
0: Yeah, you'd get fucked up if you fucked didn't have up. that shit, right? Yeah. That, that's what people talk about how uh, entitled like, party goers are with their requests. I'm like, yo, be, you, you used to really be in serious danger if you didn't play the right the song the only person back
2: that, that was ever in more danger was the sound man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we all remember the era when every rapper was going to beat the shit out of the sound man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I can deal with fucking Becky and her and her and her bridal party asking me to play Old Town Road. Like that's nothing, you know. what I mean, Just Scotty's just- got to sing a song on the spot because he forgot it.
1: <laughs> There's a little different, right? I, I, I just was always in, like, but it was also yeah, that's crazy. I, I I feel bad if I don't yeah do what people. Right, not want you to do, but like my you contribution. Too. Yeah. My contribution ain't there. I feel bad. We all, like, yeah, we all have them, like, um,
0: like a a, a visualization of like when we're at DJing and when we drop this and this is gonna happen and that's you know and, and yeah, you want to make that happen.
1: So you know, it was funny, like when 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 we started getting into that West part. Yeah. Right. The idea of what people outside of Baltimore thought Baltimore was. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like that anymore, right? You know, like they had an idea that there was this club music paradise, Mm-hmm. and that was already over, with. right? 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 right, like, right. The K. Swift thing, uh huh. People because it was on the radio, and that's what like a lot of people first heard it. Yeah. Like at that point, they didn't know it yet, so they thought, "Wow, this must be what's going on everywhere." And you go and you go to the clubs, and by that time, yeah. This started being an age split. Uh-huh. Like if you go to younger, younger clubs, they played a lot of club. Yeah, but they still played a lot of hip hop. At, at that point, because the South shit was hit. Yeah, there. right. And um, at the older clubs, they weren't playing any, none. No right? club at the older clubs. Yeah, no.
0: mm-hmm.
1: they play a little gotta, house. You gotta, you gotta
0: be younger. They have started some bringing to dance. it
1: back. Mm-hmm. They started bringing club back. The classics. Mm-hmm. Pull your you play pull your guns out pick of, them up, at the party them up, now. Mm-hmm. Bam. Dudes was, yesterday at this place I used to play at. They had P D. Crack there last night. Baldwin, oh, wow. Right? They had Philly DJs in there. Uh huh. And they put in there playing Pick 'em Up. And people were looking at them like they have four heads.
0: See, and, and in Philly, that's a standard.
1: Oh, I know. Uh huh. I know. If they would have played Pull Your Guns Out, it yeah, wouldn't in mean nothing to them, so they'd never play. It. Right, right, they right. they'd have played that, everybody would have went wild.
2: Philly Radio made literally like five or six songs. Like, yeah. Like,
0: Super standard. One would be the Griff. Okay, Little John. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. One pick them up. Pick him up. up. One watch is out watch out for the for big, the big girl. Um, Put your leg up. Had its moment. Right. It had its, that yeah. was a big Philly record, wasn't it? Put yeah. your leg up. Yeah. Was yeah. big. It, it, that, I, that was on a seven inch bootleg. That, that, in all that's
2: I think that's definitely in that in that in that uh-huh. five song set. What's what's the last? And then yeah, maybe you have some more Rod
0: Lee in there. Maybe right? a, yeah, like feel me. No, not so much. Feel Me's a little bit for the heads. At the time, I always played feel me. I mean, if anything, Dance
2: My Pain Away it was probably the biggest ride Lee song to ever hit Philly. And
0: that was towards the end. Yeah. Right? yeah. That was that was but, when everything else was now nah, there's gotta be something we're forgetting, man. Oh, the, we, oh you know what? I feel like the uh the my crew my dogs was huge in Philly. It was. Mm, I it bet, was. I bet, I bet. I bet. Um so I would say almost like it was more popular in Philly than Baltimore in the late in mm-hmm, the late two thousands, mid two thousands. I remember Oh, uh, there's a point in time for
2: at least a couple of years there when I was definitely slanging more wax out of Armand's than what I was told was like all of Baltimore like put together yeah which was pretty crazy yeah.
0: yeah so from what on our perspective I think like we were I was I had started working at Armand's uh 2002 I guess like that and uh I noticed like all the club shit was and and anywhere I DJ'd I had to have it like I, I had I, to have that party music yeah party, party music. music they called it party music and like I remember I did like a high school you know and, and the kids came and they see me first thing the girl said you got party music you got reggae you know what I mean just like giving me the rundown cause she's like you know she's this white guy in there <laughs> I was like I you got, got all that shit before we get we might gotta call somebody else <laughs> 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 I was like I got all that shit I got all that shit and then, but then I was doing uh, Eating Rock too where that was you know um, that was like it was pretty hood, man. There was a lot of crazy shit jumped off there, but I had to play it there too. And, and then that's when I was met Diplo and we were like, um, we should play this at our parties. You know I mean? This shit's going off. And we were always about just playing whatever is going off anywhere, you know? And I think that was kind of, when we started traveling, the Baltimore club shit ended up being what what really made us different. You know, we thought it was going to be the Southern shit, which it kind of was, but it was more so the Baltimore club shit.
2: Well, that was the most unique music that you guys and were like really attached st- to like it was like you know nobody wherever you go nobody's really heard anything like that you yeah
0: know? it was it was yeah and it and it kind of just like it stayed in this I was buying records all
2: the time mm-hmm. i was deep into music didn't know jack shit about baltimore club music like it still had like still not hit my ears till mm-hmm. i moved to philly and realized it was like such a integral part of like the sound here and yeah. then it's just like what the what's what's going on over there you guys would go on you go on like record finding missions which was like well that's, just, and no that's way to okay do it.
0: so w- let's go to this other point there seemed to be like a drought for a minute because then it, like one of the guys died he was like an older white dude that was oh, burning yeah. music Bernie. Liberals, so this right? is like
1: this was like but a the, crucial part but what happened like. was inner city stopped selling records
0: uh-huh so who was who's Bernie? He he owned music a store. He owned a store. That's called all music they
1: sold. Now he was a record store. And now uh-huh. after he
2: died, didn't like his estate like kind of keep a whole lot of titles like they under They gave raps? a lot of stuff
1: to the dude across the street that used to be a. He was a music store, so he sold everything. He was in a jazz. Right. Was he, he, was he pressing like a, stuff up too? Not that okay. other. Oh, Bernie Bur- was. Bernie was. Yeah, the, Bur- so he that was the became, guy behind Club Technique, Kings. Yeah, when yeah. Technique worked there, that became the outlet for anything. Right. So when he passed away That I know in Philly We felt that The wife The wife went across The wife only knew One damn person He had that Mm -hmm. store Since 1969 Yeah And the wife He met his wife in there Right Him and his brother had it And Mm -hmm. and The story of the music liberated is um, They had a the store used to be a, um, a boutique for women's clothes. Mm-hmm. So then they would go to New York and buy stuff and bring it back. They noticed that the boutiques in New York were starting to sell records. Mm-hmm. So they started selling records. So they started selling more records and clothes. They got rid of the clothes. Yeah. All right. So what happened was after he died, the, the, the wife, maybe after they got married, was in the store a handful of times. When I worked there, I saw one time. The kids were never in there. They didn't want to do that shit. They were, they were professionals.
0: Uh-huh.
1: He... um. She went across the street, she only knew Larry, and said, Larry, what do you, you want all of these? We got a warehouse full of shit, and we got what's in the store, and what's up on the second floor, and what's up on the third floor, right. and the warehouse, just take it all. He takes it all, he puts it on the second and third floor, half the time he's the only one working, he don't even have the floors, I don't even... No where he that store's closed. I don't know where he is now. Mm-hmm. You know, or where them records are. He might have put them on eBay and made a fucking mint. I don't know. Right. I'm sure he probably did something like that.
2: Right. So musically Lib- the the label that was was that Baltimore Breakbeat Records? Was it was What was it? the what was the yeah, That was club?
0: Been. Club Kings? It's club It's the one's with the just like They the, just had to the circle. circle up top. It was a white thing. Um yeah, that's what that's where what all that uh the shit we were buying, uh, Feel Me, My Crew, right. My Dogs was all on that right. label. Yeah, you
1: know, Technique had been around for a while. Well, that and that's, he was with us at uh-huh. first. Yeah. So how's he
0: fall into this? Because he was. Um, yeah. And I was really impressed, and I didn't find this out till Facebook later. That Techniques can get down battle style.
1: Oh, that's what he first. And was that, that I was
0: like, "Yo, these guys like are amazing." Are you serious? You know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that didn't was
1: how we first even met. I didn't know
0: he back yeah, yeah. in
1: '87.
0: Right, he was on some like Philly turntable he's style always, shit. Yeah,
1: he's always been. A, you know them dudes that are real um, creative. Yeah, they're always a little off. Right, class is a little off. Some like, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. He gets an attitude. Yeah, right.
0: Because right. he's unbelievable. DJ Class is he had probably had the biggest Baltimore
1: club record yeah, he ever. Did. He right, did. I'm the shit. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. And, and and Technique is another one that he's really talented and creative mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah. So he's in his own little, like, you know. Yeah. I, well, I know what I'm doing, so if you don't like it, you don't know what you like. Right, you know, right, type right. Of thing. <laughs> and um, he's had house hits, mm-hmm. big house hits, and he's just a, a real talented cat. You know what I mean? And yeah. He's really kind of just starting to get his due. Now, I went to New York with him in a DMC contest. Right, A, a right. Zulu, ba- it was a Zulu Nation battle. right. And um, it was the first time I ever saw Craze. Okay. And Craze got jobbed out. This is when Craze was really young. Yeah. It was between him and Babu at the end. Oh wow. And they jobbed the. So fuck this had to be
0: 1997. Was it? it was, I'm just saying if Crazy and Babu. It was or, but, in
1: the Sound Factory, but it was Twilo uh-huh. then. Oh wow, okay. Twilo! I've been in there. Yeah. So he. And it, they, because Babu was a Zulu Nation cat, right. they jobbed the fuck out of, um. Cra- Crazy was probably over their head too. He was oh my probably, God. Yeah. I went over to him. I don't know anybody. I don't uh-huh. know anybody in there. Right. Yeah. I go over there. I say, shorty, don't worry about that. They, 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 they robbed you. And yeah. you know, they robbed you. Uh-huh. He said, yeah, I know. I he, he was probably doing
0: that. some next level shit. You can't even understand. Dummy was yeah. in it. And
1: Dummy from Philly. I mean, Philly. no
0: disrespect to Babu no, though. no, no. F-
1: Smooth to Hustle's DJ. DJ Dummy.
0: Was that that's Commons DJ, right? Is he? Yeah, I know he Commons. Was D- un- he He might have been Smooth DJ Relievable. too. Yeah. I mean,
1: he was bananas. Uh huh. The be- best battle was him and Craze. They were in the semi. It was two, 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 two. Okay. Ended up being the semifinals, and um, Craze got him, and he went against Babu, and they robbed him, and that's the end of that. And story. Techniques was in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even he know was that stuff about. A little nervous. Yeah.
0: He he could he could
1: have been with them, but he was a little. It was. How many? It was. I was only. It, Sean I and the I mean, you just named.
0: Up. You just named like Hall of Fame turntable oh, yeah, yeah. right? But
1: there. he could have he he hung with him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's. That's he's, what I mean. I didn't know he got down. I mean, oh we all scratch a little bit, but I didn't know he was on. That's on what that Sean said about, about you. Uh
1: huh.
0: Wait. Like, and oh, he I did he was a, you thought it was just
1: some hipster chump? No, I said, no, he, I said, oh, no, 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 he's one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: Sean said, and then he says, oh, he is one of them. <laughs> he said, yeah. oh, shit, so he stayed yeah, in the booth. We all, to watch. we all started
0: on hip-hop, yeah, we all came up on hip-hop,
1: yeah. A uh, dude tried to tell me when I was real young, because I used to like the backspin. Uh-huh. Right? He said, oh, that's all good for the basement, but you ain't going to make no money in clubs doing that. And he was kind of right, yeah. but I didn't want to hear it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, oh the the record store. Oh right, the record store. He he
0: passed away. I remember at Armand's that froze up shit. Right? Yeah, like we didn't. We were getting any club. So I. Well, at we the got time, most of our club
2: music from liaison, Mike liaison, Sky right. and liaison mm-hmm. records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like, kind of like the the Baltimore window to the rest of the world as far as like retail went. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't really other like distributors that and really this was had coming, yeah, club music in you know like in volume at all
1: Only other place that we ever sold any records was with Pearl well that first record or two came out because it had hip-hop and house on it so Pearl bought some and you will hear a funny story Pearl so I was working in inner-city mm-hmm. right we ordered records too so Pearl we trying to get paid from Pearl they say send an invoice I send it right of course that the facts come across with inner-city records on inner-city owes them money he said, oh, nah, we're not paying. Like, why not? You owe us money. No, 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 no. We're not the same guy. We're not the same guy. Right. <laughs> and, and finally, I don't know if you know Mitch from Pearl, but he he was um, Mitch Skeeter, um Brooklyn blew up the bridge. You remember that record? I do nah. not. Ain't no, for whatever. Go it was Google word. it if you're listening. Right? No, no, we don't got
0: to do it now. <laughs> we can keep going. But um,
1: he was our salesman. He talked to the guy for like a week. And the guy finally released it. It was a hundred something dollars, but then you know you're 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 a small label. You need that. You need it every bit. So and I, we needed the account because it was in New York. We want. We had to have them.
0: Yeah, I know. At the time when that when that drought happened, this was when we were first really starting to get some steam locally, and we were like, we need new club music because that was we were so into it, and. Uh, this girl was hanging out with at the time she was like i'm going down to baltimore you want to take a ride with me i was like yeah all right so before i went i went online i went to technique store technique had a store right across from bernie saratoga he he had the
1: store where bernie died
0: right right i go down there this is where i buy you big dummy little john um what else? The uh, all,
1: all that era. The K- a lot of KW Griff shit. Patrick was. Um, that was on Patrick's quiet, label. Quiet records. Yeah, was Patrick's label, yeah. right? He was a sound of Baltimore. That was on Patrick's label, right?
0: Yeah. And I was like, Joe, <laughs> I found some Baltimore records, and you, I think, made some more moves to get that contact going somehow. Yeah or no? Yeah, they, but it was still like They were like, charging like, too was, much, or something. there was some. some I ch-
2: was the guy in. 2003 or 4 That was definitely Taking like Every Baltimore record I could find And like Calling the numbers On there to find Right Like, like where, to, where to get
0: So wait So you started get So I feel like When that happened We got that We got them in And then it, it just started coming in Regularly Yeah again.
2: well Shit started coming in Regularly Because again like I think that uh, Liaison was just Looking for dead stock wherever they could find it. Well, you know,
1: a, a plus in Baltimore, people were starting to play CDs, mm. CDJs, mm. so they didn't yeah. need vinyl. So vinyl wasn't moving the same way. That's, or, right. or, that's a or, that's a good point. That's a, a of, huge a thing. A lot yeah. of thing is since the DJ market was getting smaller. But, you know, vinyl at one time. Well, I know when I started record stores, vinyl was the medium that music got sold on. Period. And right. tapes a little bit. So it, by that time, then you got the CD and yeah, then yeah, the tapes yeah. are gone and. Vinyl Then the regular person Ain't buying vinyl Right You know that's a DJ thing And then that's getting Smaller And then, uh, and and so a lot of the People say that If Technique had a new song He gave it to him on CD He might have gave it To half of the motherfuckers That were gonna buy records Right So who the fuck's gonna have Left to buy the records
0: Yeah yeah that may, that's, a, that's, that's a good point. And if you point. ain't got turntables, you don't need a record. Obviously, we're about a year or two the away from Serato just fucking everything up. The answer up.
2: was everybody in Philly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Because
2: we sold a lot of fucking club music, man. Right,
0: right. A lot.
2: Yeah. That and then shit. that shit was like, y'all was like, even over when Serato it, it came out, gold by the time it got mm-hmm. to. Even when Serato
0: came out, you still kind of, someone, you still need to know someone with vinyl. Well, somebody had to t- take the
1: L for the team right, because right, they recorded right. so everybody exactly. else could have it. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. You know the, the store around the corner from you guys, where well, was Sound of Market, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what, I used to go in there once in a while, right? I was on, this was in the Holotronics days. Yeah. I was on, a, I don't know if I was on Holotronics or a different blog, but the guys on there, I'm the buyer from uh, uh, Sound of Market, and I'm going to start bootlegging this shit, right, because I can't get it. I said, whoa, hold up, cowboy. I said, look. <laughs> I said, don't do that, man. I said, how come minds gets it? Yeah. Mark gets it. Why can't you get it? Yeah. From the same place. Fuck you. And I'll do what the fuck I wanna do, bitch, and blah, 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 blah.
0: Damn. I'd, it, I'd, I'd be shocked if the guy from Sound of Market was on the holler board.
1: But look, <laughs> it, it never, it, it yeah, it's everybody's so nice. tough on the internet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think you're never gonna run into them. We're the, at a Winter Music Conference in Miami. So, we're, man, Parrish was on this panel, of course, we went, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're sitting there and they're taking questions, and everybody comes up, I'm Jim from uh, the Oil Can and whatever, uh, right? Guy <laughs> says, I'm so-and-so to buy from um, Sound of Market. That's what the guy stood up and said that? Yeah. I said, Sean, Larry, fuck, that's him, that's the guy. Uh, So they said, we're going to take a 10-minute break. Larry immediately goes over, Larry's this guy. So mm -hmm. he goes immediately to the door and I go over to the door, I say, hey, what's up? I'm Scotty, right? He said, I'm so sorry (laughs) and I apologize for all that shit I was talking (laughs) online. And you know you're always gonna run into a guy. You know what the hollow board went yeah. what like? That was be the like center, center of the fucking universe. Do you yeah. even realize how big that shit was? So all right, so we'll,
0: let's get into that then. So we we get the records here. We start DJing. We kind of. Uh, uh, make the Baltimore uh, bring attention to the to the music on an international level, but a big part of it is because the internet was popping at the time. Like it had just started to pop. It wasn't the way it is now. YouTube kind of came in in the middle of it. There wasn't really a lot of viral shit, but message boards were big, right? And so I think like the holler board and us talking about it on that kind of created this like mythology, you know? people yeah, well, go what, and read what, what, it.
2: The biggest thing about the holler board is there were other message boards, but it was the only one which was a juxtaposition of all kinds of different sounds. There wasn't like one particular, like right. if something was new, if it was cool, if mm-hmm. it was, you you know what I mean? It was new newly Bounds. discovered. Yeah. It didn't matter. People mm-hmm. were just enthusiastic about new UK music. They didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah that mean, that didn't like, ha- and it didn't have anything to do with any kind of genre restrictions or any kind of like snobbery. And that was actually it the opposite.
1: like, yeah. uh, yep. like the dude, that if you were up and coming or you were just a fan or whatever that dude would, would talk to you like they right. would really you know you'd be talking with, to those dudes which right. is that's the appeal
0: of social media now right twitter instagram yeah you is can you there? can you can follow celebrities
1: but they don't talk
0: back they to they may you. they might but you can at least have a glimpse into their life here's me with my mom and yeah, oh, if you say a,
1: let me suck your you yeah they're going <laughs> to hit you back yeah <laughs> but this was a conversational place i right. mean right
0: right right well yeah and you had and and there was no soundcloud so this is where people would actually come and share their music and people would go and like this is where i'm going to find some stuff that nobody has because serato had already taken over so the record store that whole idea was kind of out so it was all about sharing and the the air
2: horn section was 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 lit Mm. yeah it it was popping it was like a lot of great you know remixes that originated from there and and it was a good place to to promote like music you were releasing and stuff and i just remember at the time also being very very like there was only like certain rules there's two rules about the music you posted you don't post no albums period we don't do that um after a yeah, while like after a, a while as copyright became whatever it became it became one of these things where like don't post nothing you don't have that's not yours Like we weren't just like freely just sharing MP3s at that point because at a certain point in time, everything you could find online for a price. The reason in the early days why we were really strict about not letting people pass Baltimore Club around on there. We were waiting for you guys. We appreciate when I said you guys. I mean, like (laughs) we were waiting for Baltimore as a whole and the producers are like, man, these guys had thriving labels where this was the commerce and, this, and it was like but the, the the era's changing this is before streaming like how are people figuring out you know web stores weren't up yet for a lot of Baltimore producers and stuff so we were basically just like holding it off like yeah we'll talk about this music all day and you might hear it in a mixtape right. by somebody who actually went out and bought the original record but you're not right. gonna find a mp3 rip of these tunes on here because you're gonna wait until one, that. Producer, I don't want you to have them. One, we don't want you to have them. But <laughs> I two, still like being the only guy. That <laughs> but, has, that's but, old school DJ but shit. But also too, wait, you know? when you have them, it was just a respect thing. It was like you're gonna go get them from the original source. You're gonna get them from these Baltimore producers, and we're not gonna be part of like bootlegging. What's been going on here? We got too much love and appreciation for y'all, so that was like real. That was like the only rule. It was like you ain't here. We're gonna talk about Baltimore club music all day, but we're not gonna pass that shit around. Like you can't have it. until you can't have it until scotty b says here come (laughs) come and get it
1: yeah i
0: mean but honestly it was like that was and it and in the 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 digital era um it was one of the few genres left that you could kind of keep to yourself i think uh, also though that actually kind of maybe encouraged
2: the global uh explosion a little bit. It made everybody just feel like, well, if we can't get the
1: real we're shit, gonna man, gonna make, we're going to do our own. Oh, yeah. no, that was great. Yeah. It's, that was real great. And I used to get, you know what? It, and it then was, the
2: fucking Crookers dropped that one track that sounded like Samir's theme that was like, oh my.
1: That man. shit was hard as shit, though. Which one? Day and night. Money, right. get big money coming. Uh, big money coming. <laughs> That's what it was called. You
0: know, I just met that dude in LA and uh, oh, one bot? of the Crookers members. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, man. We were just talking about you, about how like you, you guys had one of the bigger like Mainstream, not mainstream, but crossover.
2: Well, big money films. coming was. Just I don't know, if like, I know uh, this track. Yo, this track was. Uh, what was this? Two thousand six? I don't remember. I don't That's know early.
0: Name. I would say two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. It was. Yeah. It was two thousand eight.
2: Don't, don't talk about my, my years. It's I'm the best with years, man. But it is. It's. i am gonna play right now. Some hypercharged.
0: They. Uh, so what's they up with he Switch? showed
1: them how to do the tuning the chords and all I think, that I they think ran Switch with it. showed a lot
0: of people how to do a lot of things man I think there's a lot of music that switches low key to, mm-hmm. the the mind behind I just feel like they took they took the basic uh, skeleton of Samir's
2: theme and just gave it like a fuel injected kick in the ass with this tune mm-hmm.
0: oh it is Samir's theme
1: <laughs> you want to know what Samir's theme came from
2: but this uh, has got some Motorcycle revs in it And shit uh, coming up huh?
1: Samir's theme Came from I could say The original original Idea for Samir's theme Is Cashmere um, I gotta send it yeah, to you Samir's theme by the
0: way Is another one of them Philly records That you fit play in the but set
1: Griff made Too Many Horns yeah. first uh-huh. but he got the idea from Kashmir. um I can't remember the name yeah. of it
0: yeah he made a little blockhouse here right yeah that was just shit
1: yeah that was shit
2: so, so mm-hmm. wait we're getting to the, the origin of Samir's theme here
1: ten. Kashmir well, Horny oh, really? oh okay um, that's where originally the idea came from. You'd have to go. That's the original idea. Here.
0: So that and, and that uh, Samir team that <clears throat> that was like a 2005 ish that came out around
1: maybe earlier uh, no nah, it was earlier
0: earlier see yeah see i never know when i first heard them or when i got a repress or when they were actually made it's it's hard to tell with a lot of that so where this shit's blowing up the holler there it's getting this international attention but in baltimore you're saying it's kind of on its way out it's, but there is this new school like black star right right you younger know, only, young, yeah, younger yeah. only, and I feel like that's Mike, how it is Mike in Mumbles. Phil-
2: Where was Mike Mumbles at? Younger only, yeah.
0: So that, so was, Mike Mumbles, and I feel like it was the same way in Philly. Like it was a very almost like under eighteen, under twenty one. It wasn't like seat. music
1: that you kind of played and flowed in, in a party with at yeah. that point. It was like you played it and people started dancing each other. You played it and people started almost not. It was a. Di- it was just a different. Even if they weren't dancing against each other, it was just a whole different vibe to it at that point. It was i What's don't your, want to say like fist puppy vibe but it was something different mm-hmm. it wasn't housey
0: what was uh what do you know about the how did uh jersey get connected to everything through you guys really and, and the, tamil, but tamil, right? yeah, tamil oh, yeah tamil tamil Making, was doing this before us though tamil yeah, was but tamil
1: was more like
0: us he was just one of you guys.
1: Kinda, yeah. He 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 looked at it that way. He was more of like that original Baltimore sound kind. We we'll wants to
0: have him on and get his side because I, I'm curious as how he got all like. Uh, I mean, he into he it.
1: he basically
2: did the same thing. Was just you know making trips and coming back and making mixtapes. Okay, and then he probably had his people. When he
1: was making it, it was it sounded like a Baltimore dude. You know what I mean? Right, and then right, right. Dudes, well, yeah, he I, had uh, he actually had a couple like records Bla- out on like a couple of Baltimore Star, labels. Black first. Stars style, yeah, kind of influence,
0: and Sega in Philly kind of influenced what Jersey Club is mm-hmm. now. Black so Star, it. especially. Um, you'd be
2: surprised that like the whole of uh, Swing That Shit is like essentially like a. It's like a. It's like, a, it's like a, But that's like a, a whole Black Star song, but it just got this little extra vocal on it. Like I love that Black song. Star. Uh, Blackstar's style was like the biggest influence on. I think. Yeah, because I remember, Jersey, like, I remember just...
0: when his records came in, I was like, "Who's this?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know if that's what I'm looking for." You know what I mean? Because it wasn't the classic club sound. But then I appreciated it as like a whole new sound. Yeah, and and then I still think "Rider Girl"
1: could have been a hit. It was a well. That was the case with that was she was singing on it though, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the K. Swift stuff. You know what I mean? And and, and at that point. I guess they were hearing, it on, or maybe they were hearing that stuff on her CDs, because we had
0: put out a line on her CDs. I remember hearing that in, driving in Baltimore, and I was like, this mm-hmm. could be like a breakout the way that like my boo was for like, uh, you know, the Atlanta
1: bass shit. You know what I mean? Wasn't it funny how that record got popped a two years oh, ago? yeah, yeah. With you, the dance, because of the dance. But you know, I was playing it. We had- a, I never it. stopped playing it. We had an in-store <laughs> with- uh, um, the fuck is the name of them kids they had two songs like that out the um i don't remember they had a dance out and it was big yeah so they came over to me play um my boo they right? actually
0: called it that and not the uh the challenge
1: yeah <laughs> they called yeah. i said um running man challenge right i said um <laughs> My boo said I ain't got that, right? So then I think, because I said, well, they ain't talking about Ghost Town DJs. It's 30 right, right. years old. What not, the fuck It's are not, they the, talking it's not about? the Usher, my so boo, from they kept, from right, here, they yeah. kept asking, and one of them said Ghost Town DJ. I said, are y'all fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. You really? That record, you t- you mm-hmm. said it's 30 years old. They said, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember that, and uh, I remember seeing it on top of the charts. I was like, why is my boo charting? And uh,
1: You know what's like that now?
0: Chopper style. Is it? Yeah, well everything samples it, right? There's like three songs that Yeah, but it. them
1: young kids loved it. like the original they, the Chopper, original chopper that star, song man. never
0: that song never went out in Philly. You really? could you could play that every weekend. No, you,
1: you g- could, but it wasn't a hype album back song. No, it's yeah. a hype hour song. Yeah, man. yeah Chopper style was one, one of them Philly
0: joints, man. But um yeah, so w- what was that
1: K Swift uh era like? She was on the radio. Yeah, and to me mm-hmm. cuz I'm from a different era. Yeah. To me it kind of it narrowed the lane musically because mm-hmm. everything had to sound like that Black Star and them kids that were making that stuff. It kind of narrowed it. Whereas, yeah, ten years before that, it kind of was a broader. Mm-hmm. And we were looking for a different sound every song. Right. They were looking to emulate that same sound. That's what they wanted. That's song. what the kids wanted. Yeah. And you know, and she played. Her her, taste was kind of narrow for uh-huh. that. And you know, at that point, she was either playing that stuff, and there was a lot of it, and it it, it took up a good a part of the night of the party she was playing. Mm-hmm. And um, she was playing a lot of hip hop too. Yeah, you know, by the end, like before she um, uh, unfortunately she passed. She was she wanted to kind of slide her name away from being the club queen because she said it was kind of like painting her limiting. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, a certain way. but She wanted to be a
0: DJ, like a radio oh, yeah. DJ. She yeah. was
1: good. Yeah. She was really good. And um, like if you would go down to Paradox, she played a bunch of hip hop right. and clubs. She was good. And then, you know, this stuff just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that uh, my crew beyond really Weekend. Yeah, it was. Or the first one. Uh-huh. You know, she played uh, Artscape and West played Artscape with her. And then... That was a Saturday I think. or a, I came on a Saturday, Sunday, but that Sunday night is when she died in the pool. Yeah, so that and that that
0: kind of marks the end of an era then too. You know, I feel like what year was that? 2009? Mhm. Yeah. So we're kind of getting towards the end of this big bubble, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that happened. It's uh when I'm i well, you, you had right? the, you had the
2: original kind of like OG wave was kind of you know, she was definitely the like it all kind of filtered through her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at, at that, that point, point. and yeah. so when she's gone, like right, there's not there's a vacuum. Like, where's the yeah. like? Where's well, you the know, big, it's because it,
1: she kind of mainstreamed it. Yeah. So it's, it had already been underground. Now it's mainstream, mm-hmm. and at that point, I don't think people were going to accept it from anybody else. Right. 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 You know, and there's nobody else was on the radio. Yeah. But well, Griff, Griff played Fridays. Okay. Griff always. Is a DJ that we would all like. Yeah, I always liked
0: his tracks too, man. I but thought he no, made.
1: Oh no, he. he yeah. But like when he plays the the mix shows, yeah. they took him off of an old school mix show because he was too deep. Yeah, like he's that good. He his knowledge goes that far. Like he's not just gonna play funk box and set it off every right. midday mix. He don't do that. You know, he'll play he'll play the funk box and he'll play our house madness. Like yeah, he does yeah. that on urban radio. Who does that? Right, right, right. So you know they're not. He's he's definitely in his niche, mm-hmm. and but then you had uh, DJ Class who was the vocal. He he was big with the
0: vocals and the chants. But he
1: wasn't big as a DJ. Not as Baltimore. a DJ. He
0: was more like a um, like a fat man scoop maybe. More for his vocal. Was it's he, hard. It's hard to say because yeah.
1: I think you know. But that that record was different. That record, Tear the was,
0: club up or I'm the
1: ish? I'm the ish yeah, was yeah. still kind of an old schoolish kind of song for right. Baltimore club. Right, but right, it, it, right. but it was radio friendly. Definitely. And none of that stuff she was playing was going to be radio friendly. Mm-hmm. I mean, feel me. Might have got there a little. Uh, any of them records like that, but most like the black Star stuffs not radio songs. And his was. Mm-hmm. And one big problem we had was They wouldn't play it On the radio 92Q Wouldn't put it in rotation But Hot 97 put it in rotation and Power put it in rotation Everybody mm-hmm. in the country Put it in rotation Except 92Q how, how that made us look That's yeah And that's Oh there's and, a and reason why like, Why? Because The people at 92Q yeah. One of that check. No, they had... he funny. They had a problem with me and Sean. Okay. Because of K-Swift and, you know, they had brought a lawsuit on us. Okay. And um come to find out it was extremely frivolous. Yeah, yeah. But by that time the song was over. All right, that was right, over. Right. It didn't really... At, at the end of the day it didn't dent the song but it, it, made, it, it was a funny little look. Like, yeah. y'all not... Why y'all can't get that in rotation in Baltimore?
0: Bro? It is weird too, and I feel like the reason the rest of the country picked it up is because that Baltimore sound had had was hot, you know. And they're like, "Oh, this is like a mainstream version of what all these k- kids are playing at their parties." It
1: wasn't far from from Kanye and, then and then, it, right, right exactly. It
0: wasn't far from that, and you know, I always play them, put them together, shots, and all that stuff. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: I mean, it was, just a, it was also a really well-written song about being like the shit at yeah, the yeah, club. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. no, what I thought that vocals. was at
1: That's first it. when I first heard it? I thought that was him making fun of, making a parody club version of Gucci Man. Mm. I'm oh, the right? shit bitch. Because oh, right, right, he used right. to do stuff like that. So I said, yo, is that what that is?
0: Uh-huh. He said, no. Nah, uh-uh. was, he, was he even in Baltimore at that time? Who, class? DJ class? Yeah.
1: I, I thought I heard he was no. in Atlanta. He was in Atlanta, yeah. and then Arizona. Okay. Back to Atlanta, Back to Arizona. No, now he's in Arizona. Okay,
0: anyway, so were you guys tied in with him? You, well, you must have, if you don't think the Baltimore
1: radio played it because of you, right? Uh, he. I was on. It was on unruly through. Uh, it was on. Okay, through, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Republic or Just, whoever. So I guess it was around this
0: time where I, I definitely had the honor of being released on unruly with the. Do you know you,
1: how I fucking? What oh you know God. about that. That was that night. That was a big track. That People, was that Miami night. I remember
0: uh, <laughs> I remember
1: uh my friend
0: called me. He was like, I'm so fucking tired of hearing your what you
1: know <laughs> about that remix No, we used to do the DTLR in-store spots, right? Yeah. DJing. Fucking me and Will Rock had that on tape or a CD on repeat. And these trips would take us a half hour. Yeah. Every Friday and Saturday, we had that on repeat. Yeah. Non-fucking sound. No, there was no other club song for at least six months. We listened to that non-stop. It was three minutes long yeah. for 30 minutes, twice a week. Never, ever played <laughs> nothing else but that. Good job, Mike. That shit Thanks. was, I remember when I first heard it when, at the Miami gig, right? Yeah. When you just threw it on, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, oh my God. I said, no, he didn't. And I said, Oh, this is gonna be, you know how, it's just song, so you know how it, it, it starts to, I, oh my God, this is, oh.
0: I modeled it after the, Killed it. After the Slice Never Scared. That, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like just the you, intro. You, it sounds the like the regular song, song, but with the with the with think beats. break drum kick, you know, and then just either uh, chopping at the ends. Probably that that that's that that's what makes it. It's, it's amazing, amazing
2: sometimes the simplicity of actually letting a song be in the remix. You got to man. You,
1: you know, but it. that's really how club we is started. We we just, it's add as, as much as it needs, mm-hmm. not. We we weren't none of us were musicians. We were just DJs. We're, yeah. I'm still ain't I yeah, couldn't even yeah. think about being musicians. So we just add add another part, add another part. Okay, stop right there. Right. It's, a, it's hard, it. yeah. And then it's you're stop like, right there.
0: yeah, it doesn't need anything else. You were traveling a lot, right? A lot. You, you yeah. got you got swept bit. up you got swept up in that we, we used to do that fabric. We did the fabric in London. Um that's where we were called Chavs 47. For the first, That's where we heard The term Chavs For the first time 47 <laughs> trips to a, Oh actually
2: You guys started A group from that The Chavi boys Right <laughs> I was there that night I remember you yes, and We were talking dude, about The
1: dude kept I said Cindy what the fuck Is wrong with these people I said they keep Coming over me Asking me for drugs Me too Right Yeah Yeah <laughs> They were, I was like, this. I was like, why is
0: everyone asking if I got pills? He's like, that's because you look chav. like a chav. I was like, what the fuck is a chav? Turns out it's like, you know, somebody that dresses exactly like Mike that lives in the UK that sells drugs. It's a white, it's a, it's the white underclass kind of like Kenzo if you're from Philly. You know what I mean? It's like, like an Ali G movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you guys ran with it. You made a whole EP off it. But that was the first time I heard of that term.
3: Mm -hmm,
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chav.
2: What's um? So what's up? Like these days? I mean, with the with with Baltimore club music, like in Baltimore. Yeah, it's
0: classics. Yeah, playing classics. classics. Where are you DJ? Are you DJing a lot now? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you Lo- still do that R- local spots. A lot of local spots. Is there a guild though? Is there like a, 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 a club music Illuminati? I know you guys no. at and, one point is. in time where like you guys were really competitive when it was like really competitive. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No, but no, no, no. What it days, is now is it's the dance. It's uh-huh. the
1: dance um, world. Yeah. Is is it carries? It. So maybe TikTok is the way to
2: bring Baltimore club back. Oh, there you go. Okay, What's TikTok. that?
0: T- 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 we did a show on that it's like you know, a new app where people like lip sync and make videos and dances and stuff really? but it's kind of like a lot of artists are breaking through it because they put a song on tiktok and it becomes popular with kids doing dances uh, lip syncing um, making their own video and um a lot it's kind of it's kinda like a new like lane. No rhyme reason the same way you would have like a soundcloud rapper now you might have a tiktok rapper
1: like my you know? like you know um what's her name uh from Baltimore, the girl She she did a movie and right, right. Are you talking about the movie they debuted at Holotronics when they did the reunion? Oh, no, TT the artist, yep, okay. Work, work. So TT is kind of the head of that, yeah. And um, what's it called, like Beneath
2: the Beat, yeah, the movie, yeah, the movie Beneath the Beat. And, and you know, yeah.
1: like you got TSU Terry, he's he does, and um, the other kid, um, Mighty Mark Aaron LaBoo. Well, um, I feel pretty uh. But Mighty Marks does a lot of music with um. Mm. So I mean, it, it's it's something there. Yeah. But it's more it's more visual and it, it's, it's more yeah. focused on the dancers. Yeah, right. and you know what's her name? She's in the art. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of course she knows how to freak videos and you know da- I, I, That's why I say that she got one of the most intense grinds
2: of the last decade. Oh, she don't stop. She did period. not stop working. You could not say like. You could not say "Bottomless Club" is slowed down dead. Nothing to her, cause like she's just yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. a
0: good example yeah. of someone who's still who's still rolling with it hard. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, she's definitely done parties here. So
1: you know, when it, when it like comes to us, we don't necessarily know how we fit that. We're more music dudes, and we're more like music progressors. Mm. So, like I always used to tell people, they I said. You don't understand our perspective and say somebody like like Jimmy Jones, right? Uh-huh. They, Jimmy Jones was a house head, right? And a hip hop head. But when it comes to his music, um, his name and how he might have some fame, it starts to end with Baltimore Club, right? And it's not a diss. Yeah, watch that's out for the that big is, girl. Right? That's just that is, But with us, it didn't. We were already big DJs when house and hip hop and all this was going on. So we kind of don't see it 100 percent as well the next thing we gotta do gotta be that right we still think about todd terry we still think about griff and we still think about Armand, and we still think about um ali shahi muhammad i mean we just have a very like yeah it could be this it could be this it could be this it's whatever like if we make something that's hard that's what it is so what's 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 the possibility of you getting
2: you know, everybody in the same room together on the same like project or something like that together. To get Griff and the Boo Man and Jimmy Jones and the Doodle Kids and and to, to even get I know Black Stars back in Baltimore these days and get we, it's, uh, Rod Lee and Techniques like everybody on you know.
1: Like all the it, it's, it's probably together. gonna happen this year because we already got some stuff moving with some of them dudes. Because I think the world needs it.
0: Yeah Because you know As much as
2: As much as As much as Jersey's Taking the baton And run with it um, The one thing that Jersey Still to this day Hasn't been able to do Is in, embed things with like Original Vocal concepts You know songs. what I tell
1: people You know what I tell people It's It's Everybody can't dance like that Right So right. The, the, there's gonna be The majority of people that They can't They can watch it for a minute yeah. but But right. they, they can't participate that's why it's so it. big with
0: young kids because they got energy to jump
1: up and down like that for two hours
0: we're like once you get over a certain age you're not trying to do that but
1: even that kids year. everybody's not right. that guy right you know right, what right, i mean right, right. And you're gonna watch somebody do it for a while back the while you're gonna walk away mm-hmm. you know everybody but you go to a club and there's music if you if you're just grooving that's a whole different story and that's kind of where you know we where we were. Yeah, it's so crazy. I made a, a
0: a Baltimore Club mix of all my I I dug up all my vinyl someone asked me to do it. And uh it sounds so slow compared to all the jersey shit now. Like I kept pitching it up cuz it's just I was like and I'm like no, it's at the regular speed. And it's crazy how your ears get conditioned to to hear <laughs> stuff. I just I just missed
2: this. I miss, I want to hear more dance my pain in ways and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, like original That's songs. I, I feel like, and I think like it's time I feel for you like guys all
0: got together and just I feel because
2: like pretty magic
0: things come back quicker now. The cycle of like retro is faster nowadays. So if it's like almost ten years ago now that that was at the height, like it's definitely time right. to try some new shit. At least you know what the hell else you gonna do, man? It's what you do, right? You make you, make you it know sense. what
1: me and Sean have a, this little small arrogance when it comes to we think what we do is what should be done. Yeah and that we know what should be, should be. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: It was funny, I remember maybe four years, three, four years ago, me and Tisworth were talking. He said, what should we do next? I said, remix everything Mm -hmm. Classic House. Mm -hmm. And now look, I swear every Classic House record Mm -hmm. is- Yeah, (laughs) definitely. It's crazy. And I told him that, I said, remix all the House classics. It's that, yeah, that, and
0: I love that that sound came back because I was out of touch for a while. Um, probably your your biggest contributions at the time of all this was the uh, the We Are Your
1: Friends. Oh yeah, you made that right. That's all. You, yeah, that was all. It year, was right? me and Samir. And Samir, right? And that's what started that beef with Aaron on because he tried to say that him and Justice did it. Oh, really? And Justice never they, they weren't even. Nah man, they actually
0: just they put they that came in my record pool and it was credited to you and it was under there it was in there under the like DJ AM
1: classics. Yeah, he's, he or oh, no, he said he said him and Samir us and I zapped out on them. yeah, and yeah. then then everybody started coming behind it. That that was a funny day. Yeah. That was such a funny. I didn't day. even hear
0: about that one, man. I lost track of all the the Aaron fucking. Oh no, Gla- beats. that's when Glenn
1: got on there. Uh-huh. That's when Boo man, all of yeah. them registered that day. They <laughs> <laughs> started coming behind it. I didn't know it was over <laughs>
0: that one. I I know, yeah, but that was you may, you played that one. There was the uh, you can call me Al, right? Mm-hmm. That was. Uh, these are, I'm, I'm talking to the people listening that only know that era. You know what I mean? Like, these are, the, these are the joints that you did. What was there? was another one I played, too. Oh, the, uh, the uh uh with, with the Armand joint. That was... No, um, people don't dance no more. That, the, who was that? That, that was, was the a, Rapture. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, right, right, that right. was a
0: banger. You remember that one? People don't dance no more. They just... They don't, and, and then the Armand part came in. The, yeah. You don't know me. Um What's going on now? Are, do you still have a lot of Baltimore Club vinyl? You know that was a hot commodity. Or did you end up selling I a end lot up of it? I ended up selling
1: Yeah. A lot of it. some dudes I gave it to. Right, All right. You know? So have
2: you found um I mean, there is kind of a global last few years, uh vinyl sales have gone up. Right? Yeah. Like I obviously it's like because of like the sort of the boutique level of people buying a Lana del Rey album at Urban Outfitters or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like have you f- found that that kind of demand might
0: like we're going to release a couple vinyls next year put some nice fi- art on it or something we're, yeah.
1: yeah we're trying to figure out how to configure it that's the only thing and you talk about releasing like new stuff or just like classics or well both Yeah, we were going to have one that was going to be new stuff how we were going to do it was us and Riley were going to do three and three on one side and then on the other side, do a mix of the six. Okay. Like a Big Apple mix, but whatever, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long it is. And we're going to do a new one and a classics. And then we were going to put out, you remember Sparrow Physics, that vinyl? You remember the guy was in the store that same day you had What's the Name with you? And I said, guess what year this came out in? And of course you guessed it. And it had the Mob Deep sample in it. I, yeah, yeah. And it go, that record goes for like 300, 400, 800 on the internet. Oh, yeah. So we're going to, it's 25 years old, so we're going to do the 25th anniversary of on Spiral Physics. Can you find it?
0: This is it? I don't know, I don't know where this is. 1995, Unruly Records. Oh, wow. So this is a Baltimore hip hop record.
1: Yeah. They got uh, uh, somebody bought it in Beach Street and uh-huh. took it over back home to France. Put it on a mixtape and everybody's at out Yeah, over. you know
0: what's crazy? I've been going through my records, going on discogs, and the highest priced ones are local Philly records from the mid '90s. That I might even be the person who made it, trying to buy it. You know what I mean?
1: Classes, classes, first record. That he put out itself mm-hmm. has one club record and three different versions of a hip-hop song that he's rapping on, uh-huh. and it's getting $300. Yeah. And there's some dudes that I know the records, but I know dudes don't know these records. Right, but because right, Because of what it is, $100, $200. I'm like, fuck, man. It's rarity, right? Hard to find. What up? Uh, what,
0: what's... This? What was your ties with the Baltimore hip hop scene? Like you, we never really
1: got a lot of big artists out they of. They ain't like us, really. They did in Baltimore. DJs were the big thing, mm-hmm. not rappers. Okay. DJs were the extreme big thing, right? So I was a star. Sean was a star. Mm-hmm. Booby was a star. Yeah. Sean Marshall was a star. We mm-hmm. were stars, right? We walk in the malls a fucking mob scene at the time. Nice. Fucking the rappers. We're doing shit in Supreme Oasis, little spots, Friday night ciphers. You know, dudes that wasn't getting bruds. Mm-hmm. They were weirdos. You know what I'm saying? They were that that crew. <laughs> there wasn't any like street street rappers Fuck though. No, Come no on, man. Think about it, man. Like, and they was mad at us. Where, they where, was where, mad you, at us.
2: What Baltimore hip hop records do you have
1: in your life? Like,
2: well, I'm just
1: trying to think. Right? They was mad at us. Jiggle it. The aforementioned so was jiggled, jiggled. There was whoa now, that's what the old folks yeah, say. That yeah. record was <laughs> banger. That's <was> big, right? <laughs> but and everybody called a, it a club record in Baltimore because this is the way it was made. Yeah, it's totally different
0: tempo though, right? That shit was like double time, like 90-something BPMs, but well, it was uh, actually like wasn't oldies. Wasn't that
2: a, the same kind of tempo as like Will Smith's Switch? Wasn't that similar to whoa now or no?
0: No, I think of it more as like a shuffle almost. Yeah. Dookie Man did that. Okay you Man produced that. That was big. That was, I remember that in Armand's. That was, uh people would ask for that. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, you don't really get a lot of the... You got Drew Hill. Or, so there was the R B. You got to, Tony R&B, B, Braxton. Right? R&B and dance music,
1: but and not dan- a lot of rap. Right. No, they used rap. to be, they used to hate us. They would mm. see us They'd walk past the record store wouldn't come in. Even now in
0: the in the in the era where rap is like the only music that exists, there's no, 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 sh- no there's no, gotta no. be street no, kids no, now, it. No, there's street kids yeah. doing
1: it now. Mm-hmm. And they got they little they got fans. Yeah. Like little Scooter got fans and, and mm-hmm. young Moose got fans. Okay. They haven't had that breakout crossover yet, right? That we would know. Nah, about. What's one of them? Scooter died. He got killed. Uh, that happens a lot, man, a With lot. younger rappers. Yeah. Dude's yeah, yeah. yeah. in jail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, stop. it ain't it ain't it ain't um it ain't nobody yet. You know who's you big in one, Baltimore? Do you think there'd be one? You know, Sim, I mean, Sim we got Santana's rep- bigger in Baltimore. Oh really? The flexing and flashing. He's yeah. gonna be there tomorrow. Okay, that's a big record in Baltimore. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. What about Pop Smoke from New York? Yeah, they fuck with him. Yeah, I think it's terrible. But now nah, you don't like that, nah, that with I the UK grime you know. sounds on? Nah. nah, I like it. I like it. They fuck with it. They yeah. fuck with it. Who? Uh, what about that girl, um, Rocky? What Whatever that I played this. Look, I, I I DJ for this semi-pro team. Yeah. Basketball. They played the Philly team Saturday. huh. I just found out about Rocky Saturday. Right? Okay. So I'm at there. We got the Philly thing. I swear, I think she walked into the game. So I okay. download the shit real fast, clean, play it. Wasn't her. Anyway, some girls came over and said, "When you played the Rocky joint, we was turned up because we from Philly and blah 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 uh, blah. No, she's know big. About it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I hear this really shit This <laughs> is It's just like the Megan, Megan, it just goes with cash shit. The Megan Thee Stallion the joint. You
1: bum broke-ass bitches. Fuck like y'all talking about what? back in the day yeah. if we had beef with some bitches yeah, yeah. we had
0: pulled up in the <laughs> I, so I play this shit a lot it goes <laughs> with cat shit you know oh you play this song no I, I don't play it I hear it I hear it on the mix show yeah. oh. on like when I listen to Diamond Cuts on the way to work or something so she's
1: she, she's I, I would, huge right yeah this is I was so right this is a song
0: I've definitely you always
1: you never got money for never what is it? all that shit be kept. all y'all is rookie all y'all want for the bitch like me but all, y'all what
0: is all it, this the, the, the girl rap is the hottest shit out right now right all for you everywhere it's kind of like the, I'm that bitch and, a, a, and the baby the, the baby right all my bitches, they ride. um drama, what else what else is big popping <laughs> for my you in Baltimore when you're playing like a regular club what's the hottest shit the
1: baby low baby uh I'm that bitch um, Most infants right?
2: Baby Yoda, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the girl stuff, right? A um, couple old joints, right? You know, right. Classic it's shit. It's the same,
0: probably the same area. Not, not in, like particularly Baltimore going on right now. You think that you play, or you, not you just said right now? Right. Not right now. Yeah, I'm just always curious to see what... Uh, with the
1: young... I do a lot of school stuff, too. So mm-hmm. it's Sim Santana.
0: Yeah, they like that. And, um, that's good that that's picking up down there.
1: Roddy Rich.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Big yeah. Big yeah, yeah.
1: Roddy Rich.
0: Shit, man. We got anything else or should we wrap it up? Where, what, what's uh, we'll pl- Plug. What's going on tomorrow? Why are you here? We're all going to be there.
1: The, uh, they're rebranding, you know, DTLR merged uh, with Villa. Okay. And, and right now, c- corporate-wise, right? Mm-hmm. It's a this is the the battleground Philly Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you got Snipes. Oh, we love it. Yeah, Snipes is popping up all over now. Yeah. and, the, and So this is the battleground. So mm-hmm. they put a lot of money to that 52nd Street store. Yeah. What's two floors with some conveyor belt, which is all kind of shit. They, you know, over this. Nobody loves sneakers and sportswear more than Philadelphians. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they got a bunch of re-releases coming, though, with Jordans just for that store. Not uh-huh. even no other store in the company right. except them. So we'll see.
0: That's what's up. So that's tomorrow night, Thursday. This one, this that'll be gone by the time people hear this. But we'll be there. Emil said he's coming through.
1: Yeah, Sega's
0: coming. Okay, nice.
1: You know, Diamond Cuts is hosting. RLS DJing.
0: Okay, we'll see. We're, we're, yo, thank you so much for coming out, man. No, I appreciate I, uh, you
1: guys. I'm glad I'm just around you guys. For real. it's really been it's yeah. Been way that's too why. I, long. That's why
0: I like doing this. It's like gets yeah, us. We can catch up. We can talk about.
1: We could talk shop. How much money we lose in that on duel and shit right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how right. much more fun losing than winning because you complain about. It. It's like if you win, you don't want to tell nobody, but if you lose, you want to complain.
0: <laughs> I think I'm the opposite. Really? I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I, I'm like I'm I'm bragging when I win. Oh, like, I, I fucking, oh I do I do. Like, that, I had some fucking inside information like on that, but uh, my wife. I, I just like it cause I, it just gives me something to do when I'm bored. Like I'll be. My like, wife for hates
1: some. for me to. She likes to go to get the money with me, but because I go up in the casino. Right, and you I, have
0: to physically go somewhere. But that's I talk right. shit
1: yeah. while I'm in the casino. She's like, we're <laughs> "Back in here, motherfucker." <laughs> she's like, "Shut the hell." up.
0: Yeah, I got like a group chat where we're, we're, we all kind of uh, talk about what we're. What, do you what, bet basketball? Uh, no, not really. I kind of just do football. Honestly, I, I did last year in the
1: playoffs. Win football,
0: I can't win. See, I see, ever. I can't. I don't do good with basketball because, um, I cause I, I don't know. I usually am. It's so tough, man. Baseball is the easiest. I want to try. You, you don't got to sell me on on betting on baseball. I'm Pete Rose up I, <laughs> I'll be thought, you Rose. I yeah. thought you would. I already thought you would. Nah, I, never, I just never got around to it. I never got around to it. Plus, it was the FanDuel didn't come out till
1: right, 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 a couple months ago. Yeah, but
0: we had we had it at the Sugar House, but I never felt felt that strongly about it to go physically go somewhere because it's in bed. every day. Yeah,
1: you're on, you're locked in better. Right, right, right. You, get, feel. you can feel the vibes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That's what's up. All right, yo, thank you. This is Ard Scotty B. Scotty B. Unruly, thanks for coming records. Through.
1: Thank you. Appreciate y'all.
2: You, I- Ard.